Hello and welcome to Penalty on the Podcaster. I just want to talk. Um, I'm fired up today with topics about Justin Fields and Trey Lance. And uh, this is my second consecutive episode. I'm recording without uploading my Trey Lance one. Um, If you haven't checked out my Trey Lance episode, um, do so. It should come before this one. So, I mean... Just check it out. It's great. Or at least I think so. But just check it out. You may like it. Um, Today I will be talking about Justin Fields and why he should not be traded. Um, Yeah. So uh, some quick notes. This podcast is unsponsored. If you want to contact me, approaching me with a sponsorship, that my email is in the description. If you want to contact me for whatever reason, my email is in the description. Um, this podcast is available on both YouTube and Spotify. Um, if um, if you want to check out the other platform, links in the description. Um, make sure to subscribe or follow if you... Uh, so you don't miss anything I say. Um, if you're on YouTube, please subscribe and like. And and I would appreciate it. It costs nothing, can be undone, and takes about a second of your time. Your time isn't so important that you can't take a second, is it? Um, so without further ado... Here we go. Justin Fields should not be traded. Justin Fields has had um, some interesting things happen to him. Include, like, he's done reasonably well. Like, he's never been the, oh, that guy's going to be so good. He's not. He hasn't been Patrick Mahomes. Or anything, but he has been a very quality player, both um, throwing and uh, rushing, and he has shown some great flashes of brilliance despite a horrible offensive line, um, a horrible run a horrible receiving room and a horrible defense. Um, so, like, he's done well. He's done so well. I mean, he's done, he's passed really well. And, you know, also, he's run a lot. He has more rushing yards in a game than Michael Vick and Lamar Jackson. He has the record. Also, he just had a 1,000-yard rushing season. Do you know who didn't have a 1,000 yards rushing this season? Ezekiel Elliott did not have a 1,000 yards rushing yet. 876. Um, so, yes, that truly speaks to Justin Fields' capability or Zeke just being burned out, and he should definitely be replaced by Tony Pollard, but that is a subject... For another episode, Justin Fields, like, 
give the man, like, cut the man some slack. Like, his first year, he selected number 10. Woo! Clap, 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 clap. Get on the field with, with this group of people that, like, just barely passes for an NFL team. Just, like, his receivers, his best receivers are Equinemius St. Brown. Hope I pronounced that right. Um, Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool. Like, he doesn't have anyone to throw the ball to. Are you expecting him to be good? And he's been sacked over 50 times. What are you expecting? And the defense is terrible, too. Because they traded away three players. This is like... Like, trading him to select Bryce Young would be like getting your teeth pulled and getting dental implants um, to try to fix multiple organ failure. It's just like... Blame the guy with a thousand rushing yards and a bunch of passing yards and a bunch of passing touchdowns for the failures of your offensive line to protect him, your defense to give him opportunities, and your receivers to catch the ball he's throwing to them. It's just... Justin Fields, if he gets traded, it's going to be so sad because he's going to be like... The scapegoat. And then if they get um, young, I don't think he'd succeed. Because, like, he spent his whole... He spent his college career at Alabama, which was such a good team. And even then, he couldn't um, win the national championship over Stetson. Bennett, go dogs! But that's beside the point. Um, he's just been in such a stacked team with such a good offensive line and defense. Like, like, okay, let's get this, like, black and white negative for you with this horrible team. The, um, for you to take control of. It's just, just, I don't think Bryce Young is a, is, would be that much better on such a horrible team. I mean, but Justin Fields has shown flashes. He's adjusted. He rushed for a thousand yards. He rushed for more than a thousand yards. Um, and Ezekiel Elliott didn't even get that. So, I mean, Ezekiel Elliott isn't good, but. But he's not good anymore. But still, that is impressive to be a starting running back in uh, yards in rushing. He had over 1,100 yards, while Ezekiel Elliott had only, like, had less than... 900. He's just like... And yeah, I didn't prepare. I'm looking up stats as I go. But he's such a good all-around player. Like, when the defense and receivers of the Jaguars started showing up and he got a non-Urban Meyer coach, um, Trevor Lawrence was good. 
Now imagine if the Bears had a better receiver than Chase Claypool. Or at Chase Claypool's worst, Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney. Um, so, it's like, getting rid of Justin Fields, now you're, you've got another good, good quarterback still stuck with the worst offensive line in the league, one of the worst defenses, and his best receiver being Chase Claypool or Darnell Mooney. Yeah, that that's not a position Tom Brady could succeed in. Rookie Tom Brady, no, number one, he'd be sacked a billion times because he because he was never athletic, but he could never run. But um, like no one could succeed. Joe Montana, nah. It's like like Montana had Craig, he had Rice, he had a good run game. This is just, he had Dwight Clark. This is just a horrible position for any quarterback to be in, like, regardless of skill. And Justin Fields is super skilled. He's a great passer. And he's just in a horrible team. Um, The Bears should trade the number one overall pick for a lot of draft picks and players to a team that needs a quarterback. There are a good amount of them. As I said in my Trey Lance video, teams that need a quarterback and probably will uh, try to trade to get one, whether that's trading up or trading for a veteran quarterback. Uh, the Raiders, the Saints, um, in some form, the Panthers, they Matt Corral. Um, um, the Texans definitely need one. The Colts need one, too. Um, and, yeah. The, the 40, I mean, no. The Bears got an incredible stroke of luck with not, with getting the number one overall pick with the Texans. Not even being able to finish a tank. Like, that's incredible. Like, you suck, you suck, you suck. And then you're good only when it deprives you of a number one overall pick for a quarterback you so desperately need. But the number one overall pick could be traded for a handsome amount to the right team. And... Yeah, yeah. So, the right team would definitely pay a ton to get the number one overall pick. The, that can be used to get a defense, or at least some part of a defense. Um, an offensive line that will stop your quarterback from getting sacked 55 times. And, um, receivers that can actually, you know, receive. You know, you, you'd think it would be obvious that a receiver receives, but the Bears receivers, like, they get it coming their way, they, they don't receive. Yeah. So, if Justin Fields is protected, has a run game, 
has a running back to supplement his running, has a defense to give him opportunities, and and a wide receiver. That's stuff you'd expect from a team that's not dysfunctional. Um, then he's good. Wow. Again, going back to to getting your teeth pulled and then getting dental implants to try to fix multiple organ failure. Um, there are so many non-Justin Fields problems that aren't letting Justin Fields necessarily succeed. Um, no matter how good Justin Fields actually is, and he is incredible. He rushed for a lot. He passed for a lot, despite like the state of his offensive line and receiver core. The man rushed for more than Ezekiel Elliott. Which is just incredible. Um, so I, I just can't get my mind over that fact, but he rushed for more than a good amount of running backs. Um, so like he's not to blame for this stuff. Getting Bryce Young would only get you another talented quarterback in a garbage situation that with receivers that don't do anything with an offensive line that's that's a line drawn on the ground that can be stepped over and a defense that is playing Something I like to call a shadow defense. It means not existing. So, like, there's nothing really to be done. And the Bears have traded a lot of players on the defensive side of the ball, which is the side the ball Justin Fields isn't on. They traded Khalil Mack for some reason. They traded... Um, the guy on the edge, Robert Quinn, for in the middle of the season to the Eagles. They traded um, Roquan Smith to the Ravens. And given that they're doing all this, crippling their defense and not, and not to, and not trading on the other side of the ball. Um, and not trading that many offensive guys away. Um, trading for Chase Claypool, I know, but I know it's bad, but he was available at the time. The Bears are probably saving up cap space and draft picks to supplement, to like add around Justin Fields on the offense. I think the way they're trying to go about this is. Just have a good offense and a garbage defense, but it will help your quarterback to become a good quarterback. It will get him experience and help him develop. And once you've got a fully developed uh, quarterback, then you can take away the kind of supports and then add to the defense. I guess like taking a tiny seed giving it lots of nutrients and 
uh, water and then so for you to be able to replant it. I mean, I guess that analogy could work, but they they want to give fields the sunshine and water by adding around him on offense, even depleting their defense to do it, so that they can transplant him in a team with a slightly worse to a team uh, or and by transplanting it means uh, changing their team to have a slightly worse offense but to add to the defense now you have a balanced team with a super scary quarterback Justin Fields with a with a good team even the Jaguars w- would be frightening to say the least because I think he's just really good I don't think the Bears should will move on from him. There are people saying they might or or that they even should. But but no, I think the Bears are unlikely to do that considering what they've accumulated in what I can only assume is going to be an attempt to actually build an offense and getting the number one overall pick means you could trade it for a bunch of picks so that some team ends up with Bryce Young and you end up with a bunch of picks you can you can get an offensive line you can get a bunch of receivers um you can get a running back to like a big name running back because so many running backs We'll be entering free agency this year, but I think one of the main concerns is offensive line because that, because I mean the receivers got to catch sometime, but if Justin Fields can just get the ball to them, I think offensive line first, um, get like three guys, and like I'm not saying draft, but like like overall in free agency and the draft and trades, they should get like three offensive linemen at the least. And, like, one really good receiver. But the first round, but the first overall pick could go for some players and, um, and picks. And, and I've seen mock drafts have, um, uh, Chicago selecting that edge from Alabama. Uh, I think Willie Anderson hit his name is, but I don't know. Um, but I don't think so. They've kind of been starving their defense. I think they end up trading trading way back and then getting receivers and an offensive line. Maybe they get a defensive lineman, and that would be very nice. But I think their main focus now needs to be... Um, just solidifying it against just solidifying the uh, team around Justin Fields. And, I mean, this is just what I think the Bears' approach is, which is the seed and transplant analogy I I did, or replant. Um, like, you can replant it, but... Uh, I mean, there are many ways to go about that, but I think the Bears are just trying to get a te- an offense around Fields to like develop him into 
a better passer so that they can replant him into a team with a slightly worse offense, but a better defense, which will still be the Bears. But I I see Justin Fields as being a franchise QB. And I see like either the Texans, the Colts, um the Saints, like any of those trading up for the number one overall pick. I think I think the Texans are less likely because I mean even if someone picks Bryce Young before them, they still can come away with CJ Stroud or Hendon Hooker. So um so there's that. But um it's really just the Bears really should keep Justin Fields and potentially I can see the Colts. Like the Colts are in a fan brain rotting QB carousel. Um and I can see the Colts um I can see the Colts uh, trading up for the number one overall pick uh, because they need it and because they can offer something good to the Bears. But I think the Bears are on the right track to building a long-term player in Justin Fields. So, yeah, that's it. Um... If you're on YouTube and you can comment, uh, tell me if you agree with me or what your takes on the subject are. Again, if you want to contact me for whatever reason, um, email in the description. If you want to, uh, this podcast is available on YouTube and Spotify. If you want to listen on the other platform, links in the description. If you would like to, um, uh, yeah, uh, never mind. Um, please like and subscribe if you are on YouTube. Uh, it costs nothing, takes little time, and I'd appreciate it. I really hope you have enjoyed this installment of Penalty on the Podcaster. I just want to talk, and you'll hear more of me next episode.